Hey, Tim. Thanks so much. Good morning. As we like to call it the really important stuff, never mind your Senate run. Talk about that game last night. What stood <laughs> out? You're, you're watching that game in a different way than I am. You're seeing things I don't see. What jumps out at you? Yeah, you know, I, I look at it through a lens of um, um, formerly playing at that level, um, D1 level football. And what I saw was I saw a team that had a chip on their shoulder. Uh, oftentimes when you have the right mindset going into the game, you typically are the victor. Most most of the athletes are pretty much on the same level when it comes to physical ability. But you know, being able to, to get up for the game, to, to stay focused and, and, and keep your – um, decisions in place, making making good right decisions, following the game plan. Uh, that's typically the difference. And I saw Georgia coming into this game with a chip on their shoulder, and they were and they weren't going to be denied this game. You know, I, there are so many life lessons, and I, I know again at that level, the Air Force Academy of all places. I mean, there's Stetson Bennett. Literally, the first thing that happens to him last night is that he falls down and he drops the ball, right. and he looks like deer in the headlights. And the next thing you know, he's dropping dimes <laughs> and winning the national championship. There's a lot to be said, I think, that you take from a game like that and an activity like that, and you apply it to the rest of your life. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I'm impressed by the team and how they stepped up by, by Stetson and the defense. But um, one thing that I say oftentimes when I'm addressing uh, an audience and a crowd when I'm talking about um, life lessons from football, uh, I learned from, from my college coach, Fisher DeBerry at, at Air Force. Uh, he used to tell us, men, you have to learn how to work through adversity. Every game uh, is going to have a, a period where things don't go your way. Uh, you have to learn how to swallow that up learn from it, and go back out and play just as hard the next play that you did the play prior. And uh, I think that's a life lesson. I've used that throughout my life. You work through adversity. No, no one's life is, 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 a, is a bed of roses. You, you learn from your errors and your missteps, and some, sometimes it's not even your fault. But you, you, you just bear down and you work through that adversity, and uh, you'll, you'll be better. Um, from that. All right, let's apply that to a campaign for U.S. Senate. Again, Kelvin King, Republican, running for U.S. Senate. Some names you'll recognize before you get around to his. People like Herschel Walker, people like Gary Black, people like the guy who has the job now, uh, Raphael Warnock. Those folks have name recognition. In the case of Herschel and Raphael Warnock, those folks have money. How do you overcome that? How do you uh, how do you apply those lessons of perseverance to a Senate campaign? Yeah, thanks for asking that one. It's just hard work. You bear down, you work harder, uh, you go to every county in the state of Georgia like I've done. No other candidate has done that. I've campaigned in all 159 counties. You work harder by addressing the, the public, the voters. I've had over 255 public appearances or, or campaign speeches, and I'm addressing voters. And you have the right message. Our message is a winning message. Um, the unique thing about our campaign is that the, our issue is not message. Our issue is not can we defeat Warfield Warnock or not. My bio polls, my resume polls higher than any other candidate in my race. So uh, I know I'm well qualified and uh, prepared to defeat him, and I know the social issues as well. My issue is, like you said, name recognition. So you, you address that by working, by getting out in front of um, voters and um, getting on television, getting on radio, and, and getting face-to-face, hopping in my Toyota Tundra truck and <laughs> shaking hands. Kelvin King, candidate for Senate President. Biden coming to Georgia today. Kamala Harris, the vice president as well, going to be in Atlanta. The two of them discussing from their perspective the need to federalize what have heretofore been state and local elections in our country. You have an op-ed piece out there today. You're opposed to all this. Yes, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't be more uh, against what's going on and what's taking place. I just think it's a ruse. The Democrats like to use... Uh, racially divided rhetoric and, and tactics to to get their points or push their bills or drive their agenda down our throats, and that's 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 what they're doing right now. 
Uh, we, we know that our voting process here in Georgia is a sound voting process, and we also know that the states uh, have the right to develop their own structure for the voting process. And what the Democrats are trying to do right now is once they've seen that we've, we've really tightened up our, our voting uh, process with, with our bill that was passed last year, uh, SB202, that now you know, they want to make sure that they have some sort of control federally since they have control in our, in our federal government currently. And that's not okay. That's not right. And my, my op-ed piece, it dropped uh, yesterday. I encourage everyone to go out and read it. It's at kelvinking.com slash news. Um, uh, it, it, it talks really about this old, tired strategy that Democrats have been using for, uh, for, for decades to divide our country on, on the basis of race and try to push their agenda down their throat. And, and the message is really to Americans and the black community. Well, I want to talk about that for a minute. Kelvin King, uh, and I, I will point this out, a black Republican uh, running for a U.S. Senate seat. I, I'm, I'm getting a little long in the tooth here, a little too old to be anything but blunt. So so bear with me while I'm blunt for a minute here. But I listen to the approach from people like Stacey Abrams and from people like President Biden and Kamala Harris and so many others. And basically, and I, I don't mean to put myself in your shoes. I couldn't if I wanted to. I'm, I'm maybe the whitest person you know. But it occurs to me that if I were black, I'd frankly be insulted by the idea that I need people like Stacey Abrams and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to hold my hand and guide me past all those white racists who are smart enough to keep me from voting. I don't think anyone is smart enough to keep a reasonably informed black person, Hispanic person, Asian person, Martian person from voting. I would be insulted by that. Yeah, and it is insulting, Tim. You're, you're right. You, you, you called it straight. Uh, what we see right now is the, the same tire tired um, strategies from the Democrats and the left, dividing us on the, the, the basis of race. And my, my article, my, my op-ed, um, it does have a, a, a title that's going to catch your attention, <laughs> but um, it, ties, it, it ties into uh, a philosophy uh, by not just Frederick Douglass, but lots of uh, great uh, black historical figures like Booker T. Washington. It talks about uh, it starts, the title is, What Shall We Do With the Negro? And, um, you know, ho- hold on a second. It, mm-hmm. it, does, it does make sense because uh, Frederick Douglass was asked this question at the conclusion of slavery, and his answer was essentially, no, do nothing. Do nothing. Allow us to stand on our own two feet. Allow us to make it just like every American uh, uh, has to make it. That's what, that's what America is about. It's about freedom and liberty. Freedom and liberty means that you have the ability to live the life of your choosing, but that also comes with self-responsibility and risk. But it's worth it. You don't want to give up your own liberties and freedom for some feigning degree of safety. Uh, we, we're Americans. We know how to stand our own two feet. And let's, and, and let's do that across all ethnic backgrounds, across all communities. We can do it. Kelvin King, again, the, the piece that he references, what shall we do with the Negro, the, the famous question, as you point out, as posed to Frederick Douglass. Uh, find this piece, uh, well written, I commend it to you, press at Kelvin King, and that's K-E-L-V-I-N, KelvinKing.com, press at KelvinKing.com. Uh, out on the campaign trail, where are you going, or do you even know? You got people who handle that for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah um, uh, I do have people handling my schedule. But um, today, uh, I believe we're going to Pickens County today. Uh, last week, we hit Spalding County. We, on Thursday, we talked to Cobb County on Saturday morning. Uh, we, we, like I said, we're going to Pickens later on today. And um, Tolliver uh, after that. So we've been, we, we've been working. Again, some of these counties we've hit nine times. Mm. Uh, 
So, you know, that's, that's what I want to show the voters of Georgia. That is, voting, a vote for Kelvin King in the primary will get us to a general election where Kelvin King can defeat Raphael Warnock. I'm the best qualified candidate to do that. And no one can debate Raphael Warnock on the social issues like I can. And we know that's going to be their strategy. Kelvin King, candidate for Senate, uh, Republican candidate for Senate, uh, and we are now in an election near the primary in May. Kelvin King, best of luck out there. Thanks for your time this morning. Hey, Tim, thanks so much. I really enjoyed it, and I look forward to uh, coming on again.